I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the news du jour. Happy, what day is it? It's so confusing on these short weeks. Happy Thursday. Um, Today, unfortunately, is going to be all climate, all the time. We just have so many little stories to cover to do with climate that I just thought that would be the theme of this episode. And we're just going to do a bunch of mini stories all having to do with that subject. Let's dive in. So first up, we have just a quick snippet about Tropical Storm Mindy. So Tropical Storm Mindy, as of the time I'm writing this, is currently gathering speed as it hurdles towards the Florida panhandle. It looks like it will not intensify into a hurricane, but rather stay a tropical storm with winds about 40 miles per hour. At this early time, that's kind of all the information I have for you guys, but we will definitely keep you guys posted on this storm. So next up for today, in case you haven't heard, Mexico has suffered a 7.1 magnitude earthquake. At least one person was killed in an earthquake on Tuesday evening outside of Acapulco, but shaking as far away as Mexico City. Images of the aftermath show utter destruction of stores, homes, broken glass, buildings collapsed, cars thrown down cliffs, and more. 92 aftershocks were experienced by the area, 1.6 million people are left without power, and many are in the hospital with injuries, throughout Mexico. But given the severity of the earthquake, it is very fortunate that only one person was killed, and there were also no signs of a following tsunami, which is also very lucky following such a serious earthquake. The electricity companies are currently working hard to get power restored for their residents, Mexico is no stranger to earthquakes, though, which is why this damage was largely superficial compared to how bad it could have been. You see, Mexico City actually has an earthquake warning system, kind of like the tornado warning system here in OKC. It's something that blares and lets people know that an earthquake is coming. And it appears that system operated correctly and very likely saved lives on Tuesday night. So next up, we're discussing Utah's air quality. So in Utah, the Great Salt Lake is receding now and the sky turning a salmon pink. 
The color would usually cause one to think of a sunset or sunrise or some gorgeous display of nature. But instead, it is our natural resources literally burning to the ground. Residents in the area have been forced to gulp down air that is far past the the pollution of any other city in the world. This area of the country is typically known for crisp, clean mountain air. People move there to do outdoor activities and be active. Participating in things like hiking, biking, skiing, boating... But now due to massive wildfires burning throughout the West, the air there is now plagued by legitimate smog. Utah relies on tourism to fuel companies that help facilitate outdoor tourism from guides to bike rentals to outdoor clothing companies to restaurants and more. Many of these activities rely on good weather. Images of the shrunken salt lake topped with eerily smogged skies really hit home how quickly climate change is closing in on us and what the future will begin to look more like, terrifying and apocalyptic. Scientists have long warned that climate change would have spinoff effects, ones that we can't even predict yet. But this is one of the consequences they did predict. And we will all have to prepare for our lives to be disrupted by natural disaster for the foreseeable future. And in light of all this, scientists are banding together to demand change. An editorial was published this week in more than 200 medical and health journals calling for more actions from leadership in order to save lives that will surely be lost to climate change. Just this summer, floods in India, China, Germany, Belgium, fires all over the U.S. and Greece, seven-plus magnitude earthquakes in both Haiti and Mexico, devastating hurricanes in the U.S., and many, many lives have already been claimed to these disasters. (laughs) I don't even think I listed all of the disasters from this summer, but it totals certainly into the hundreds, if not thousands. 600 people have died in the Pacific Northwest from the heat wave alone this season. This is just one season. And these effects are only expected to worsen and worsen quickly. These medical journals collectively asserted that the greatest threat to our public health is a 1.5 degree Celsius rise in global temperatures. But they said absolutely no rise in temperatures at this point is safe. And they urged all countries to not just meet their targets, but go beyond them for our collective physical safety. And in that same line of thought, Christian leaders are also banding together. The Pope recently spoke out about getting vaccinated. If you've been listening to this podcast consistently, you'll remember that. But now he's also speaking out about climate change, but not on his own. 
He actually sat down with the Archbishop of Canterbury, who is head of the Anglican Church, and Ecumenical Patriarch Bartholomew, who is head of the more Orthodox faiths. Two other major Christian religious leaders sat down with the Pope, and they issued a joint statement regarding the climate crisis. They said of it, quote, We call on everyone, whatever their belief or worldview, to endeavor to listen to the cry of our earth and of people who are poor, examining their behavior and pledging meaningful sacrifices for the sake of the earth which God has given us. End quote. They noted that the poor will be disproportionately affected by these changes and these crises, and that it is of, quote, mankind's own making, end quote. These three men represent leadership of about 1.6 billion Christians worldwide, and this is a strong stance on this issue. Let's just hope that it is followed up by action from their believers. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Science knows no country because knowledge belongs to humanity and is the torch which illuminates the world. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop. Tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from...
Oh, 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 oh.